Welcome to another episode of Natural Thoughts and Talks. I'm Venture. This is Hannah. And we got a great episode for you guys today. Go ahead and tell the listener your name and where you're from. So my name is Emmy. I go by Emmy Blend, and I'm from Guadalajara, Jalisco, Mexico. Mm. Oh, bet. Yeah, but I was raised in Long Beach. Okay. Yeah. Were you? So you were born over there. How old were you when you came over? Uh, three years old. Three. Mm. Yeah. Okay. I was a. Uh, actually, we immigrated. My mom brought me dressed as a girl. Really? Oh, okay. Yeah. Wow. So she was way ahead of the trends, uh-huh. huh? <laughs> it's because my cousin, she looks alike, so we use the same papers. Oh. Yeah. That's interesting. That Crazy. is creative. I like that. You ever just like put dresses on for funsies or anything no. like nah. that? <laughs> <laughs> nah, no more. No That's more. a really cool story though. What did your, uh, what does your mom do for work? Uh, she's a manager at Oakley. Okay. Mm. Sunglasses. Right? Sunglasses. Yeah. That's mm. what's up. She got to me Mbappe. Who's that? The football soccer player from France. Hey man, I'm out to lunch as far as soccer goes. Uh, I know yeah, it's a big sport, dude, but I was like, that's not, is that a track guy? Is that a football guy? Yeah. But yeah, I guess yeah. soccer. Hey, that's sh- cool. shout out to him. I'll do my research. What's his mm-hmm. name again? Mbappe. Okay. I'm Mbappe. sure he's like the biggest soccer player he, he of all is. time. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> and I just don't know him and I'm mm-hmm. embarrassed now. So my bad. <laughs> do you get a good discount at Oakley? I think he got her free. Oh. Great discount. <laughs> yeah. Do, does your mom get a discount at Oakley? Yeah. Oh. 70%. Oh, nice. I bet that you just stack really those glasses up. Always. Huh? You get, I get them for free. So That's perfect. Yeah. That's what's up. Yeah. If you guys need, need a plug, let me know. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Hey, and obviously, I came across you, like we said, off mic. Just you're putting positivity out there with your page. I like what you're doing as far as like digital creations. And, you know, we're all very young. How old are you? I just turned 20 in September. Perfect. So super young and understanding the idea of like, no matter what your profession is, there's the work side of things and then there's the content side of things, right? And I really like that you understand that both those go hand in hand as far as from a business, you know, standpoint. And then also just from a content like document documentation point Mm -hmm. of view, it's really cool that you're in that space because barbers you know they're they're everywhere it's super relatable and cutting hair is one of those things where you have the ability to really change how people feel about themselves Mm -hmm. and that's one of those things where like i didn't really understand the importance of that until covid when i started cutting my own hair and you know i just never ended up going back to a barber shop because it got therapeutic for me like i understood i was like oh i really like taking this you know 30 to 60 minutes of time to just fix my head for the week right mm-hmm. but if you fuck somebody up that's that's a big deal yeah. right now they're walking around like <laughs> yeah. oh i gotta skip meetings i can't go to work mm-hmm. i can't go outside right so it's just awesome i want to hear a little bit about i guess we can start about if you want to start kind of in the beginning where you grew up you know obviously in long beach or we can just talk about how you got into cutting hair um i'll make it fast um i grew up with you got time too we yeah. got a bunch of time <laughs> do whatever you want to do man. um so basically i grew up we got here it was just me and my mom um, we lived in the car for a couple uh, weeks. After that, we got an apartment. A couple years later, my sister comes along. My parents get a divorce. And then we end up living, just my mom and us. Moved to, every year we moved houses. And then we missed my stepdad. And that's where it's, you know life started to become better. Um, then, obviously, I got older. I became a soccer player. Joined college to to play soccer for a little bit. Realized I was broke, so <laughs> I, I needed I needed something to to start doing, mm-hmm. but I didn't know what. And my girlfriend told me just drop out and do barbering. You know, uh-huh. I always wanted to do barbering, so started doing that, and now we're here. That's awesome. Yeah. That so you awesome. just started it just basically to make money, right? Yep. How did you? 
who was your first kind of place? Did you go to barbering school? Were you kind of just cutting on the side? Like, what was the process for getting your kind of business up and running? Um, I say YouTube. Okay. Mm. You know, I, I don't know if you know him, but 360 GZ. Oh, no, no, no. I haven't heard of him. Tell me. He's probably like the, the foundation for barbers. Like YouTube. Oh. Yeah, like you learn from him everything, YouTube, whatever. And then from there, goes to uh, school. And then you graduate and go to a barber shop. Mm. And then you learn from other barbers, you know, everything you mm-hmm. got. Like, it's cool. Yeah. yeah. I think the cool part about American barbershops in particular is that it's a foundation for American culture. Mm-hmm. And just culture that's kind of expanding. I don't know how big you go into it or how much you go into it, but all around the world, they're trying to replicate sort of this system that we have of mm-hmm. community as far as barbershops go. So it's really cool that, like, and you understand the staple and, like, sort of the pecking order sometimes or just, like, kind of the way that it rolls with the barbering community. So we'd love to hear all about it. Like, what's your philosophy when it comes to cutting hair? Like, how do you handle clients? What type of equipment do you like to use? We'd love to hear all that. Like, what is a typical day look like in your life typical day was it was busy it's busy mm. you get me it's it's kind of like you cut a lot of people up you talk to your friends um it's hectic it gets hectic sometimes you're standing up you know you're hungry the only thing to eat is cup of noodles <laughs> you know so you can basically like i feel like a lot of barbers they there's hard work you know mm. um especially since you have family and all that but the tools I like to use is uh, Stylecraft. It's a company named Stylecraft. I'm familiar. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they're the best in the game, you yeah. know? Yeah. They get my cuts done pretty fast, 30 to an hour, you know? And are you using, like, wired or wireless? Wireless. Oh, wireless. Okay, wireless. so how has the transition over the past few years been with wireless? Because I use a wired. Uh-huh. So, and I hear that, like, the wireless, the chargers weren't, like, when I first started, it was like, the chargers aren't as good, mm-hmm. like, they die on you, they're not as strong, right? Yeah. But they're getting better now? They're getting better now. The only thing is that they're not as strong. So, they, the, the, the wire ones, they last you a lifetime. Mm-hmm. I mean, and um, the wireless, they only last you, like, a couple years. Mm, I see. Or you got to fix them up, you know? Mm-hmm. What would you say is your favorite type of client to cut? And who, like, obviously you cut hair for all different types of people, right? So is it always, how, how do you handle that when you ask, like, what do you do or things like that? Like, how do you make your space and the culture in your chair? Kind of what's your philosophy with that? My favorite client to cut is somebody that's, like, shy. Mm. I'll make them not be shy. You mm. get me? Uh-huh. Like, I start cutting them. I don't ask them the typical questions because it gets a little bit boring sometimes, you know? But after a while, they, they start to, to like, get comfortable with me. We start laughing. We get a little loud sometimes. <laughs> say some inappropriate stuff, <laughs> yeah. you know. But it's cool, like, you know. Meeting a lot of people. I got people that could do my old change. I got a little fucking a constructor, mm. you know, something crazy, you know. Yeah, that's cool. And you're honestly kind of like a therapist, yeah. Honestly, you're an uh-huh. unofficial, you're not just a barber, you're an unofficial therapist. Mm-hmm. How do you deal with that? Do sometimes people don't like overshare ever in the chair and you're kind of just like, hey, that's kind of wild. Like, I don't even know what to say to <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah. So, there's sometimes where I feel that they get too comfortable mm. where they be sharing, like, it's only three or t- two or three times where somebody has come up to me and like, they actually said something that I probably wouldn't have said. <laughs> what? You don't got to name their name. What'd they say? Oh my gosh, it's crazy shit. <laughs> um, one time this guy came up. He wasn't drunk or anything. I guess it was just his personality. 
he was like in his 40s. He, you know, I was cutting his hair. I was asking him what he does, whatever, the typical stuff. We get to, you know, talking about girls. Bro, like, I don't talk about this, about women, but he just said that he goes to, you know, Mexico, you know, do nasty stuff mm. and all that mm. crazy shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. no. Yeah, like, like, something you wouldn't even imagine. Like, he said he got, like, 10 girls Damn. with his friend, you know. Yeah, and he's borderline human trafficking, then that's what's yeah. going yeah. on. That sounds like a case to me, but he said, you have a girlfriend. How'd you guys meet? Uh, we met in high school. In the beginning of our junior year. Where'd you go to high school? St. Anthony. Okay. Mm-hmm. I've Down heard the road. Saint, yeah, That's right over Saint here, Anthony. right? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. She went to Wilson. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, crazy how we met. I actually fell in love our first date. Oh, that's oh, awesome. Yeah. Where'd you guys go? Signal Hill, like Hilltop. Oh, the yeah. park. Because yeah. I, I was poor, you know. Right. I, mean, I didn't have a car. Mm. Hey, that's a million dollar view, my man. Mm-hmm. That always works, right? <laughs> a good setup so a little bit of that a little bit of ice cream or what a little bit of starbucks a little skittles yeah you know? that's all you need yeah. that's a good one yeah it's nice because hannah's a really cheap date too like i don't ever have to do anything fancy like uh-huh. we could go to a steakhouse and she'll be like you guys got chicken nuggets or like chicken tenders <laughs> and i'm like what she's like i like barbecue sauce yeah. you know? that's so, how you know she's a keeper yeah you know? exactly so it's always it's never the where what you're doing right it's always who you're doing it with mm-hmm. and that's what we like to do do you have any kids no. Okay, no that's kid. good. Yeah, <laughs> it's all good. Take your time, right? So, yeah. What else? Um, what do you like to watch right now? Have you been like watching anything? Any shows or music? Um, or I've been to a lot of movies. What I've you been, been watching lately? A lot of plot twist movies. Did you watch uh, the one with Sofia Vergara, Griselda. Griselda, Griselda on Netflix? No, I haven't. Oh, it's good. Uh-huh. It's good. Yeah, it's good. we binge watched that one. Uh-huh. It, it's like Narcos. Like yeah. it's very like Lady Narcos like, and that she, one was dope. She killed our husbands. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Just everybody died. It's Nobody a little lived. weird seeing her in such a like dramatic movie or like show because you you just know her from Modern Family where she's like super goofy, like a little yeah. dumb. Mm-hmm. But in this one, she's like so on it. It's a little weird, but it's really really good. It's it's crazy how they were able to make her pretty ugly too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's weird because like you can see underneath all the pimples and stuff. You're like, that's still Sophia. Yeah. yeah. She's still like a hot lady. So. Yeah. So what else? What's the one we watched uh, with the medical with Woody Harrelson? Suncoast. Yeah. Check that one out. Suncoast tonight. It's a movie. Yeah. It's a movie it's on, on Netflix. Hulu. On Hulu. Hulu. It just came out. It came out recently. It's a new one, right? Like mm. the past week or so. Yeah. We were watching that last night. Yeah. Yeah. It's super good. Yeah. But what would you say are like your top? five movies of all time or tv shows of all time um interstellar mm, oh that's, that's a, a good, good one. one have you guys seen the mm. prestige uh-huh. no watch it mm. okay it's crazy the prestige mm. yeah i'm gonna write mm. that one down yeah. watch it together though because you know it's, it's kind of a movie where you interact with the movie mm. what's that like, one about is it like a sci-fi or you know christopher nolan uh-huh he wrote it so basically it's about two magicians in like the 1700s where they go crazy for each other Mm. basically like they're obsessed with their work like oh my god how did he do that i gotta mm. do better mm. and they end up killing each other at the oh. end oh really Damn. yeah is that like a spoiler did you just ruin the whole movie or was that no, the trailer? no. <laughs> <laughs> it's just that is the meaning is like your obsession a man's obsession kills kills himself oh, oh yeah. i get it i get we gotta it go. mm-hmm. yeah we gotta watch that one yeah we'll check that one out yeah. anything else like I'm a big like Game of Thrones guy. That's a oh, top one. That's a good one. I don't know if there'll ever be a series for me that's gonna be able to like top that. Game of Thrones. What else do I like? Um, honestly, like just Friends for easy shit. Mm. You ever watched all the Friends back to back? They're they're pretty cool. But like I think now as an adult, it's kind of corny. But yeah. when I was a kid, like in high school, that was that was a good ass show. Mm. What about you? 
I like Snowfall. Snowfall's a good one. Um, oh, I like it. That. That's yeah, it's a really good one. Um, I like any like crime stuff, like crime docs. Um, I'll watch anything that's related to crime. Yeah, like, like the that. Dahmer series yeah. and all the American mysteries mm-hmm. and yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what the deal is that like. Does your girlfriend like like true crime stuff too? She likes more of comedy, mm. or she likes whatever I like. Yeah. She just says, "Put something on, yeah. and something good." You yeah, know? something good. Yeah, yeah. Just put whatever on. <laughs> yeah. Do you have any Valentine's plans going on Valentine's uh, Day? I could share it here because she's not gonna. It'll come out after, after Valentine's, Valentine's Day. Valentine's okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. Um, I think we're gonna go. We're gonna go on a Italian uh, dinner date. Mm, oh, nice. To that, we're probably gonna go on a view. Nice. Give her flowers, you know. That's nice. typical romantic stuff. Yeah. I thought he's gonna be like Starbucks, Skittles, Signal <laughs> Hill Park. Like, keep it consistent. That'd be funny. Yeah, that'd be yeah. funny. Mm-hmm. How long does it take you? Like, how many haircuts do you do in a day usually? Uh, yesterday I did nine. Nine. Wow. Yeah. So twelve-hour shifts. Dang. Sometimes. So how long does each haircut take then? Like an hour? Um, depends. Sometimes I want to go fast. Sometimes I want to go slow. Like yesterday I did like two haircuts in an hour. You know, mm-hmm. it just. I, if I want to go home, I'm like, you know, get get off my chair. Yeah. yeah. You know? <laughs> and what kind of booking are you using, like, to do all that? Is it just, how do you stay organized as a barber? Uh, sometimes they text me. Sometimes it's my homie. They call me. Or The Cut. It's a great app. Okay. Mm. Yeah. Especially um, because it allows you to get reviews and all that typical stuff. It grows your business really fast because they promote you too. Mm. Okay. So I get a lot of people from that. And, like, if you're doing a typical week, how many, what, like, is it half new clients, half existing clients? Or do you usually have, like, just regulars that kind of come through that you're always kind of scheduling in the beginning of the month, end of the month? Like, how does that work for as a barber? So, for me, I've only been barbering for a year. Okay. Mm. So, I'm pretty brand new. So, typically, to be to have a full clientele, you're three years in. Gotcha. Mm. You get me? So, Right now, I'm getting a lot of new clients because I'm posting a lot, mm-hmm. I guess, you know. But every two weeks, I got my usuals in and then typically like 10, 10 new clients a week. That's cool. It's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. it is really good. That's awesome, man. So I guess, yeah, you're just in that building phase, building phase. And can you kind of tell when people are going to come back or, you know what I mean? Like, do they tell you? What is that vibe like? Like when you cut um, somebody's hair and they're like, oh, yeah, I'm going to come back like next week or something like that. Or you just like, I hope they come back. Yeah. How does that work? It's, it's very crazy because some people, like, you'll give them a fresh ass cut, but they don't look like they liked it. Mm. Okay, I mean, they got off the chair. And you can like, already tell. They're like, oh, give you the how money. Is that? Yeah. That's it. But then they'll be the ones coming back every oh. week. Mm. It's crazy. You get me? That's interesting. But then there are some people where you give them a fresh cut. They say they like it. They'll never come back. Mm. Oh. I don't know what it was. You know? It's yeah. Just... That's kind of weird too. What I noticed with her is because Hannah has the same hairstyles. Like for, you know, the past several years, yeah. she, maybe one or two, she sticks in the pocket. You know, she doesn't yeah. really want to go too crazy. She started like curling it recently. Right. And it, let's say this was two days ago now, something mm. like that, where it looked really nice. Right. It was just curly hair, but it was a different than how you identify clearly. So you were a little like self-conscious or insecure about it, but it looked great. Like I was like, oh my gosh, it's so pretty. It 
looks great, but you didn't feel maybe as pretty as you usually do, right? And I think sometimes that happens in the chair is where you'll do a good haircut. It's just maybe not what they were thinking in their head, mm -hmm. yeah. but it's still a good like fade. Everything's clean. Yeah. Like there's nothing technically off and it takes a second. It takes like a day or two, right? To for them to like to wake up in the morning and be like, oh shit, look in the mirror. Like, mm. dang, Emmy kind of killed that. Yeah. Like, yeah. I got to go back to that guy. Or a compliment from somebody. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, compliments. Yeah. Because huh. the main thing a barber does is we don't sell our time. We don't sell our haircut. We sell confidence. Mm. Oh. You get me? I like that. Yeah. That's what my, my teacher taught me. Mm. You get me? And every time I stuck to it because, you know, people look for confidence, especially people who, you know, they think they're not as good looking as other people. You get me? No, I don't get you. I'm handsome. <laughs> no, I'm not talking about you. <laughs> I got you though, yeah. But yeah, you just got to sell confidence. Mm. You got to make them feel like they're a million bucks. Mm -hmm. That's your main job. Right. Be a therapist, be there for them. You know, just I like hear that. Out. I like that. How come whenever I go into the barber shop, there's always that one guy in the back chair sitting down eating chips for like the entire haircut that I'm here. I'm like, dude, don't you have something to do? And yeah. you know, he's been doing that for an hour before I got there. He's been doing that an hour after I get there. There's always the one slacker that's like, yeah. what are you doing? And I got you, bro. And then mm -hmm. you ain't talking to me, are you? Yeah. Like all Cheetoed up. And yeah, what's up with that? You're not that guy, are you? Sometimes. Probably <laughs> okay. like on Tuesdays. Mm. Tuesdays and Mondays, they're our slowest days. Okay. So you're just in the back chilling with your homie, yeah. you know, but not a Cheeto guy. No. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> I'd be like, get up, go do something, go yeah. sweep something, like go, go outside, do something. Mm -hmm. Like, it's funny. I guess that's just part of it though, right? Yeah. On, on those busy days, you try to stay occupied with making videos. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Make, make something, you know, you're at, you know, you got to make it worth. Yeah. And was barbering sort of the first types of videos that you made? I want to hear more about your process as a digital creator, because it's pretty cool. Like, obviously... We understand she makes a lot of videos. I put out a lot of, you know, podcasts. So it's one of those things where people never really hear or even understand about like the hours that it takes. Mm -hmm. Everyone has a camera in their pocket. They think just there it is. Yeah. Oh, fuck. This guy Emmy. Like I, I can do that. But yeah. no, you can't. You have to edit it. You have to be consistent. Mm -hmm. Right. You can say, oh, I'll do it tomorrow. I'll do it tomorrow. And then five days later and mm -hmm. you're like, damn, it's been two weeks since mm -hmm. I posted on yeah. the stuff. Right. What's your process for staying consistent? Uh, it happens a lot what you said where oh, I'll do it tomorrow. You know, I got mm -hmm. so much time. But then sometimes it kicks in like, no, I got to do it right now. Mm -hmm. um, basically, it just happened the first time where I posted that video with the the one where I speak uh, mm -hmm. how to get clientele. Mm -hmm. um, and then everybody started telling me like, I don't know how you did that in front of like, because we were busy. Like there was hella people in the back and they were, all my friends were like, I'll, I'll ne I can never do that. You know? That's where I was like, I gotta keep doing this because mm. if if nobody else is doing it, something's gonna, you know, like I gotta be different from everybody else. Yeah, and it, it's working out so far. And now at, I'm a, I'm at a new shop now, and I started recording, posting videos every day. Now I got my my other barbers like. My friends posting videos too. Mm. Oh, know? okay. You kind of so, encourage yeah. them to encourage, do it. Too. Yeah, yeah. That, that is it, right? Is mm -hmm. once everybody's doing it, then it does become cool. But I mean, you've even done that with vlogging just in a busy Second Street or something like that. It, weird. it can be awkward, yeah. right? I don't have the talent like you guys do. I like to podcast. I like to be in a controlled environment and do it. Yeah. But it it's because I haven't developed. It takes practice, right? It like does. I'm sure the first time you did that, you were like fumbling over your words and doing stuff, yeah. right? Mm. And then now you're able to just kind of hit play. Mm -hmm. do you kind of just like block out everything or how do you do it because it's it's really cool i like how raw and authentic it is so the first time it took me two hours mm. to film that one minute part yeah yeah 
And stuck with it. Yeah, but now I only it's just like I don't care what people say. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just like whatever. I got it's it's for the video and that's it. I think that's the big part of like. I don't care what anyone thinks, what they're going to say. Like, mm-hmm. I know what I'm doing. I know what it's going to be. I know how good it's going to be. They don't know. Mm-hmm. They're just watching me talk, but they don't know exactly what I'm doing. So yeah. it's just all about just knowing yourself, I think, and just being like, oh, it's whatever. I think the crazy part, too, is just understanding that you're new to something, right? People don't like being new to things because mm-hmm. you're bad. Everything you start, you've never just started something. You're like, oh, I'm the shit at this. But yeah. it's like once and somebody's talking shit about you, like, oh, bro, that video was trash. Like it only got four views, right? And you, it kind of is because I feel that too of like, are they right? You know, but <laughs> it's hard to tell that, no, it takes six months. It may take a year. It may take two years to get this like consistent and then things build up and then they were wrong. But mm. it's like, you have to get over that hump of thinking, oh shit, well, I'm not very good at this. I'm not very confident in this because I'm new. And on top of that, you got people looking at me weird, but it's like one of those things where you have to stay a part of the process, right? And you have to understand that the only reason they're making fun of you is probably because they either want to do that too. Like they're a little jealous about mm. like other barbers would be like all oh, this fucking guy i mean like he's so mm-hmm. corny and cringy like look how trash that video what inside they're like damn i should be making content too because yeah. i know that it can really grow my business mm-hmm. and like i can meet new people off it and things like that but yeah it's just like you got to block that out huh or just stay around people who are positive and encouraging mm-hmm. and it's so awesome like with the team that we're building right now just with the podcast you encourage me and i encourage you mm-hmm. and i think that creates a household of like you just you you actually feel bad if you don't do stuff, right? Yeah. You're like, fuck, no, it's not going to be tomorrow because I see venture editing right there. I mm-hmm. might as well edit too, yeah. right? Might as well get to work. Yeah, because it's it's all about the people you surround yourself mm. with. You know, you got to yeah. succeed. You got to be around people that yeah. are willing to succeed too. Yeah, you know, because I used to hang around dumb people. Not mm. gonna lie to you. Yeah, and I saw myself. I was like, damn, I'm pretty dumb too. <laughs> you know, but. Now, when I started going to barber school, it all changed. Everybody wanted to succeed, mm. you know, some way, somehow. People had families to feed, whatever. And that made me want to be like, damn, I don't got a family, but I got, you know, I, I got a future. And mm. in the future, it's got, got to go crazy, you know? Yeah, that's awesome, dude. Is the barber community, like, pretty supportive? Or is it like you're kind of, like, secretly competing against each other? Or is it very, like, no, like, we're very supportive? Yeah. How is that? Um, I say... In your barbershop, everybody's cool. Mm. But outside it, everybody's secretly, like, mm. fighting each other, mm. you know? Everybody's trying to do better than everyone. Like, where where my shop is, is pretty pretty hectic. A lot of beef everywhere. Really? Yeah. Because there's like, there's, like, 20, 30 shops in, like, the same mile oh. area. Oh, yeah. okay. So, I got you. There's yeah. a lot of people, though. A lot of people mm-hmm. living in L.A. So yeah. it's like somebody's got to get in a chair somehow, mm-hmm. right? And I think... I want to know more of how do you pick what shop you worked at? So you said you were at, like you bounced back and forth or are you just at one shop like exclusively right now or how do you work that process? Like are you renting time? Are you renting like one chair? How does it work? So while I was in barber school, I met one of my closest friends right now. His name is Jonathan. He, um, he, he was working at the shop I'm at now and I was working at the one in Lakewood. Okay. And uh, I told him like what problems I had at, the, at my shop. He was like, you know what? I'll talk to my my owner and see if like he has a space. What kind of problems were you having? Um, just like people didn't push themselves like as much as I wanted them to, mm. you know. So the environment was the a environment was like I didn't like I got along with them, but you couldn't really t- like be friendly or 
you know, you just be, say what's up and get to work. Right. Like you surface know? level stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I feel like the owner was like not putting his business out there, you know, mm. like he wasn't trying to promote. I was telling him, let me let me like run the Instagram. Let me run the Google. Let me run the all that. But I mean, it's better now, you know, but I got you. Uh, I told him the problems I had, and then he was like, oh, I'm going to talk to my business owner. And I was like, you know what? Don't. I'm going to just stay at my shop, see how it goes for the next year. And he, he still goes and talks to him. He t- The business owner calls me up and tells me, oh, I want to meet you on Monday. I meet him on Monday. Friday, I start working there. Mm. But, I mean, it's the best. But it was it was a chance because it's pretty far from my house. Mm. So The old shop was or the new one? The is? new one is. Okay, because you stay where? At, in the- I stay in Carson. Oh, you stay in Carson, but yeah. you're working here in Long Beach now. Yeah. Gotcha. In Linwood. Okay. Yeah, but I was in Long Beach. But the thing is, it, it was pretty far. My clientele wasn't going to move with me, mm. so I'd have to start all over again. But honestly, it was the best decision I've ever made. Yeah, that's nice, mm-hmm. man. So I like that. Big environment. So how is the environment now in the new shop that you're working in? Amazing. Everybody gets along. We're all young. Mm. So, I mean, we're all pretty immature sometimes. Mm. But even, when, even the owner? No, I don't want to say. <laughs> <laughs> is he young, though, or is he, no, like, older? He, he, he's, he's in, uh, I think he's, like, in his 30s. Okay, but he's not, like, 50, 60, nah. like, an old guy. I got you. But, I mean, we're all pretty young. We're all immature sometimes. Mm. But when it gets to, like, working, working, we all get our, our stuff done. Like mm. That's awesome. Yeah. How, how big is the team, like, that you guys work with? Mm, 16. 16 barbers. Oh, wow. that's, a, that's a big shop then. Yeah. Wow. Oh, that's awesome. It gets crazy, like... Christmas was crazy. I bet. Um, Thanksgiving was crazy. Oh my. So does it kind of come in waves too? So before, like before the Super Bowl, obviously, or things like mm-hmm. that. Like you always have those rushes where mm. people need their haircuts. And yeah. then Is there like is the winter time different from maybe the summertime because people are outside more and you know like mm-hmm. doing that? I feel like um, it's uh, different because in the winter everybody wants to get hair their hair chopped off because summer is approaching. Mm-hmm. You know, but I feel like approaching fall and then towards the end of december is the best time mm. yeah oh, okay for barbers you know like yeah make a lot of money that's, that's awesome. good yeah. so holidays and when stuff. you schedule yourself like obviously you're in your first year so you're not like taking vacations or anything like mm-hmm. that but how is the flexibility of the job as far as um i mean obviously you work a lot and you do big shifts and stuff but are you able to just maybe take a day off when you want to mm-hmm. or you know if you got to go to san diego for something like are you able to do that yeah you just be like oh i'm uh, you just advise your clientele, I'm going to be off these days. Mm. You know, nobody's going to tell you like, oh, you can't. Yeah. You right. know, because you're your own boss. Do you like that? I love it. You get to wear whatever you want. You have fun with the people you're around. You know, you're making money, having fun. It's amazing. I like that. Do you, before we talk about kind of your mindset developing as an entrepreneur, your uniform, do you have like a uniform in your head that you do? Because like me personally, I work in finance, right? I don't wear like a suit and tie. Everybody else in the office does, but I just don't really feel comfortable doing that. But I will still wear slacks, right? And a dress dress shirt shirt. and, you know, uh, some nice shoes, but I don't ever put ties on because I just don't like ties. Like, I don't even know how to tie a tie, to be honest, bro. (laughs) And I guess that's my excuse. Like, if they ever made me wear one, I'd be like, what? Like, there better be a big bonus coming in or something like that for me to put a tie on. But that's my uniform. It's like Mm. some people will put a vest on or this and that. So, like, do you have a specific uniform that you know, like, I'm cutting Uh, hair in this? Air Forces. Okay. For sure. Mm. Everything else I just wear, but... I like wearing pants and a sweater. That's it. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like Keep that. Keep it casual. That's cool. So, and do you usually have the same process? How do you like clean the equipment and do stuff like that? Like, do you, so let's say you just got done with a haircut, right? How many minutes until you cut another head? Can you like, does it have to be spaced out? Or can you go back to back? Like, how do you keep everything clean and organized? It, you can go back to back, but on some things where, like, if they have, like, if you cut a pimple and it starts bleeding out, you mm. can't cut the next person with that same tool. Right. Because okay. it's going to spread a disease or something, mm. you know? So, and you have multiple tools, yeah. obviously? You have multiple of the same tool. So, if anything goes wrong, you, you have a backup. Mm. You get me? That makes sense. Mm-hmm. I never thought about that. Because if your clippers, like, bug out on you, and then you're, like, halfway, you're, like, hey, man, this half looks great, but you're going to have right. to go home. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> That's crazy. Like, yesterday, um, one of my shavers ran out. Mm. And I was, like, fuck. I just borrowed with my friends. You know? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's cool. Have you ever had to fix a really bad haircut? Like, that either you, like, you caused a really bad haircut, and you were, like, shit, I got to fix this. Or yeah. someone came in, and they were, like, Hey, I just got this done. Mm-hmm. Can you fix me up? Yeah, two or three times. Mm. The crazy thing is, you're you know you're a good barber when you can fix somebody else's mistake. Mm. You know that's good. They've come like they're like they they have a it's all the way up here oh. to, to the top <laughs> of their head, and you gotta fix it somehow, and then they end up getting their confidence back because mm. you fixed it. Mm. You know, yeah. yeah. I mean, hair does so much. Like even for me, like if I don't like with when I was doing my like curls and stuff, I was like. It's it's such a weird thing, but hair does so much for you that like if your hair doesn't look good, you're like shit. Mm-hmm. I'm so ugly today. Like this is I'm not gonna go outside. Yeah. You know, I thought that a couple years ago, like as I was still developing and I was like thinner, you know, kind of length, kind of like you, like at yeah. 20. <laughs> and then over the next few years, I bulked up and put on a lot of weight. And I remember like I had a smaller head and I had like a smaller neck, and the hair meant a lot. But now I think because I filled out, I don't really care what the hair. Did. Like I could shave it off, and I still think I'm like, oh yeah, no, it looks fine. But mm. I could also grow it out and do. I don't know. I just think my like confidence in my body is a little bit because i'm done growing and stuff like that and you kind of just do that but yeah in high school and stuff i was really big on like oh the hair's got to be a certain way and this Mm -hmm. and that so do you i like it though but you've have you ever felt that way or you just always are big on because you really only rock one or two styles right yeah i mean i think like if my hair is greasy i'll be like oh no this is so bad i gotta put it up um i still feel like my my hair does so much for me um that like i don't want it looking bad i don't have to fix it and like make it super crazy every single day but it has to like look okay do you cut your own hair i can but i choose not to mm. do you have one guy cut it or like just somebody on the team like uh somebody on the team who, who's ever open but my favorite oh, okay. person to go to is andres mm. he's oh, a nice. homie yeah because mm. he because he'd be saying some some crazy stuff sometimes <laughs> you know and it's a good it's a good thing because it reminds me of when i was a client Mm. you get me you just sit in a chair talk to your barber have fun you know just go crazy say some dumb stuff all Mm. the time i I like that that. what does your girlfriend do for work uh right now she doesn't work but she's a esthetician Mm. yeah nice yeah so if you guys need a facial yes always (laughs) she's in long beach too or over in the south yeah she lives in uh next to what school is that next to poly Okay. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. So mm-hmm. real close. Yeah. That's cool. Are you still staying like with your parents? Do you got your own spot or roommates or anything like that? I How stay you... with my parents okay. and my little brother. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We live in a house. Yeah. Yeah. It's cool. That's nice. cool. Yeah. You get to stay close to the family and kind of still see mm-hmm. each other. That's cool. Like I miss kind of living at home sometimes too. Do yeah. you ever? Yeah. Because just 
when we like visit, I guess it's always good to visit when you move out mm-hmm. and then like you go back and you're like, all right, three days only. And then at day yeah. four, you're like, I get the fuck out of here. <laughs> they, people start to get too comfortable with you being yeah. back and want to start asking mm-hmm. you to do stuff and things Ask like that. Ask your favors and stuff. Yeah. And you're like, no, I'm, I'm a visitor here. Mm-hmm. You know? I think I just miss the fact that there was always food at home. Now it's like... Yeah, like, damn, go I gotta store. get my own yeah. food. It gets expensive. Like, but at home, it's like it's all paid for. Like, definitely, everyone's making the food for you. I That's gotta, what I, miss. I gotta do laundry. Mm-hmm. All that crazy <laughs> yeah, stuff. Yeah, exactly. What's your favorite type of music? I like Bob Marley. Oh, we're gonna go see the movie on the yeah. on Valentine's Day. Really? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. You guys should go check that out. It's coming yeah. out on Valentine's Day. I already bought Day. the tickets. Oh, oh you did? Nice. Yeah. Oh, fun. Yeah. Uh-huh. That'll be fun. I'm excited for that one too. I saw um like his grandson is singing now too. I don't know if you saw that. Yeah. Like Bob Marley's grand. What was that guy's name? Do you remember? YG something. Yeah, but he's got some songs out and he's doing his thing. So yeah, that's cool. I like reggae too. That's yeah. like my favorite. It's a good vibe. Like whenever I'm at the beach or mm-hmm. doing like anything, kind of cleaning around the house, I like reggae a lot. Mm. and then when i'm working out it's always hip-hop or rap okay and then when we're driving it might be country mm. something like that but i like all types of music yeah <laughs> i just don't fuck with like opera or anything like that yeah but, we yeah. can't do that classical music no. yeah you know what i do like i i, I got a classical you banger you put playlist. on like mozart when you're like on the computer and doing yeah. like heavy work he'll put on like mozart that's <laughs> actually really good it keeps you focused uh-huh, <laughs> yeah. it does and the thing that I realized is, like, I just have just textbook ADHD with everything. So mm-hmm. when I throw, if I am working on a computer or something that's, like, sending emails or, like, kind of boring stuff that you don't need to be there. Like, it's not a meeting or anything. Yeah. I need to throw on, like, a podcast or some music or something. Some people say that they need to do that. And then mm-hmm. they're, like, just dicking off and, like, you yeah. know, scrolling or whatever. <laughs> like, no, I actually won't, like, do anything unless I put it on. And I'm, like, okay, I'm in a tunnel now. And mm-hmm. then it goes. And you'll come in and say stuff sometimes times and i'm like oh what'd you say or sometimes i'll get scared right because i'm like oh i didn't usually you're not here yeah. in the zone yeah, yeah. I'm like, what's going on and it's funny yeah mm. hey man well i would say as we kind of land this interview is there anything that you wanted to bring up coming in that we didn't ask you so far did you come in with any like preconceived thoughts or ideas or anything or did you just go with the flow I just go with the flow. That's awesome. Nice. It's funny. It, it means a lot for real. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's really cool the journey that you're on. Like we love having barbers on because they're just it's a diverse community, right? Mm-hmm. You guys are like it's almost like track. Track's my favorite sport where everybody is doing their own individual events, right? But they're still a part of the team. Mm. Yeah. Cause I'm the type of guy. I guess we could finish on that too, to where like I like I want you to win, right? But I don't necessarily want to be in a group project with you mm-hmm. because now I gotta depend I know you're not waking up as early as I'm waking up. Like yeah. I know you're not. So it's one of those things where it's like I don't wanna be either held back and I also don't wanna be like dead weight to you too, yeah. if that's a situation. But I love working together for mm-hmm. a common goal. Is that what like drew you and you know what made you fall in love with cutting hair um the control over your own kind of like income and yeah you know, time you know you're stuff. right about that because if, if you're working together sometimes somebody will drag you down mm. but if you got yourself i mean it's kind of your fault mm-hmm. but i mean the only thing separating you from everybody else is your mindset right yeah man. you get me yeah. you can do anything as long as you put your mindset to it you know mm-hmm. it's corny but it's the truth it's true it's yeah. the truth mm-hmm. yeah hey well we appreciate you coming on we like to 
end every single episode and every guest with one final question mm-hmm. and it helps the show grow and it helps us, you know, meet new fun people in the community who are maybe like two to three people that you could recommend that maybe live in the SoCal area that you'd like to come see, share their story and maybe talk a little bit about what they do. They could be barbers. They don't have to, but like, who would you like to shout out? The number one person is probably my business, the owner. Mm. Bro, I'm telling you, you guys are you gonna have a blast with him. Yeah, what's crazy. his name? Uh, we call him Dapper, but his name is Osvaldo. Okay, mm. perfect. Yeah, yeah maybe you could shoot me his contact and we can uh, see yep. what's going on. Anybody else that come to mind? Ah, uh, nah. Okay, I want I want you guys to have somebody interesting. Mm. Yeah, you get me to make yeah. the show better. And yeah. I think he's the probably the most interesting person. I got you. I know. All right, cool. Well, hey, if you're like driving your car home or cooking and you think of something and you're like, hey, just shoot yeah, me there. Yeah, I'll text you. Yeah, let us know. Hey, man, this has been Natural Thoughts and Talks. Thank you guys for listening. I'm Venture. I'm Hannah. And I hope you guys have a great day. Bye. Bye. We are back with The Digest. The Digest. Emmy, the barber. Yeah. Really good guy. Yeah. Super. I I like what he's doing. He's got a good head on his shoulders. And I think he's going to build pretty much whatever he wants to build. It's kind of nice that he um, has kind of only been doing it for like a year or so. Yeah. That was like, it's like, oh, like you're still like in your, in the beginning stages of like what you're building. So it's kind of fun like hearing about that a little bit. And that's an awesome part about this podcast is oftentimes I think just the average person not even related to us thinks that they have to like be an expert, Mm -hmm. like an expert expert of, oh, 30 years of experience, this and that and that. And then so that means if someone comes on with 10 years of experience, they're like, oh, well, I'm not, there's better people out there for it. And it's like, no, 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 we tailor every episode to you because guess what? There's people out there that have 10 years of experience. So therefore... It's more relevant for you to kind of show what you're doing and, you know, what where you've been and where you're going. Well, and it's also like everyone starts somewhere. You know what I mean? So it's not it's nice hearing not just the here we are now stories, but actually hearing it. Well, I just started. You know what I mean? That too. And sometimes when you're so removed from the game, like if you ever get a really old professor or mm-hmm. teacher or coach or something like that, and they really haven't been in the games since what, the 80s or the 90s yeah. or something like that. A lot of their stories, yeah, they have good intentions, but I, sometimes they're over glorified or mm-hmm. they take a thing or two out, right? You just, you miss shit yeah. when it's been that long. So it's good to have people who just they're they're a part of our community like yeah. actively doing it so when was the first time you went to a barber shop first time i went to a like barber shop well my dad cut my hair when i was young so you know it's it's kind of crazy because now these kids today i don't know if you've ever seen the meme it was like here's my haircut when i was 12 <laughs> or 11 yeah. and it's like this fucking african shaved <laughs> like crazy shit and they're like my cousin at 11 right now it's like the cleanest fade with like a nice gel comb over but um i think i was in either the fifth grade or the sixth grade it wasn't my first time out but like by myself at a barber shop my mom dropped me off i remember with i think like 20 bucks i think haircuts maybe were either 14 bucks or 16 bucks Mm -hmm. i can't quite remember and it was in vegas and um what was it called it's probably the barber shop's probably not even around there anymore but i think it was called like 
endless fades or like Indicut or mm. something like that. Like something Barbara, they always have that type of like, you know, lingo. Yeah. Stainless steel fade, like yeah. something with equipment, right? Or in a pair of scissors. And I walked in there and I remember the first chair guy who's like usually the owner. It's always like first, second, third, fourth. Or at least traditionally it has mm. been that way. I guess they're switching shit up now. Yeah. He looked like Pitbull. Oh. Like Dale. Like it was a like a Latin guy. And um da, 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 da. <laughs> yeah, whoop, whoop. I was like, aren't you supposed to be recording? Yeah, but yeah, it looked very just like Pitbull. Oh. And I remember went up to him. I was like, hey man, like, can I get my hair cut? And then I guess he was right in between. So he was like, oh yeah, sure. Like, wait ten minutes and I'll be ready. Mm-hmm. And then I got my hair cut from him. But I didn't get my own like my own barber until a couple years later when I turned like fifteen or sixteen mm-hmm. and we moved back to L.A. Gotcha. That's when I got that guy. Um, remember MG's Barbershop? Shout mm-hmm. out if you need a haircut, you know, I guess check them out in Carson if you're in Carson. And um, yeah, like I remember he was my guy for a couple of years, pretty much until COVID, right? Yeah. And then I started cutting my own hair. But yeah, it was nice. Like yeah. it's a special relationship, just like a woman and their hairstylist and this and that. But I was never the type of guy that was like, my guy's the only guy who can do mm. my haircut because barbers are, I know there's a lot of talented guys yeah. out there. Now it is crazy though. Remember I had that one experience, my last experience at a barber shop to where I did something that I didn't want to do. Right. I, I knew the vibe was off. I went to the person at the last chair uh. in the back, like I'm ready for you. And they did fuck me up and I actually had to come home and, and fix, it. fix it my like with my own clippers yeah. and I was like at least let me salvage kind of what they did and it was just one of those things where I don't know why they took 45 minutes or an hour to basically not do a fade and just not edge me up well, at yeah, all. Yeah, cuz when you came back and I'm not an expert in hair at all, especially not like guy haircuts mm-hmm. or like fades, but I know how you've done your hair and it's a proper fade like it's nice and then you came home and I was like, even I was like, there's no fade. Here's the thing is I got a reaction leaving the barbershop that I never had before. And oh. that's how I knew I was like, oh yeah, it's pretty noticeable. I wasn't embarrassed because I knew I could fix it. And worst case scenario, it was long enough to where I was like, oh, I'll just shave it off. What was and, like, the reaction? Make something. It was uh, usually when I get up out of the chair, it's like, all right, I'll catch you later. Okay. It was avoiding eye contact. Like there was a, like here, look at me real quick. Look away and then look back at me. It's kind of like a. Like look away. So like, that's weird because usually my present. Hey, all right, bye, bye. I know I didn't know anybody in there. It was my first time there, but like, say what's up. Say like thanks for coming in. Something they just you could tell everybody was like, let's just let this guy get out of here, and then we'll go back to doing what we're doing. But yeah. Oh no. So you just gotta try to find somebody that you fuck with. Yeah. And call, keep it pushing, I guess. Could you, if you, if you go back in time, would you have said something before you left? No. You just keep it how it was. There was nothing that could have been done mm. at that point in time. I mean, what if another barber was like, hey, I can fix you? Like, you know what I mean? I knew I was going to fix it. Mm. Immediately. Was, when she was doing it, I already knew. Like, that it was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to have to fix this. This is not how. When you told her, like, hey, that's what I want, how, what did she say? Did she did, was she like, oh, okay. Or I like, said, I want the simplest haircut ever. I didn't say this, but this is like, I want a high skin fade. mm that's all. I don't and want a taper she, how fade. How did she react to that? What did she, she say? Like, okay, yeah, we got you. Got you, got you. So, I mean, she just didn't yeah. have the skills to do what it and was And that's that the messed doing. up part. Like, why are we over here pretending? Like, really? Like, I, yeah. if I was in that position, and I don't know what the culture is in that shop or in the community or whatever, but, like, it would be a lot nicer if 
people could just admit and be like, you know what, I don't feel comfortable doing that because I'm not, I haven't done that too much. Um, you can either come back to someone else, like, you know what I mean? Like, why can we not just be honest with the client? Well, here's the funny part too is like take the work I do, right? I could do a family of four, mm-hmm. right? I could do, let's say finance for a small business of under 30 employees, right? That's fine. That's a, a walk in the park, right? If you come to me and you go, hey, I own 20 hardware stores and I have 500 employees and I need to figure out a benefit strategy for that or whatever, I'm like, I'm going to need help. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, I've, I haven't come across that. That's a yeah. high level. That's You need 30 years of experience, 20 years of experience to be like, not a problem. We'll get that done for you within two weeks. Like, that's crazy numbers, right? So... People just need to know to be like, oh yeah, no, I need some help or yeah, ask do for that. help. Mm-hmm. I feel like I've always been, whether it's been like with school or like anything, I've always felt comfortable to ask for help. That's the only bad haircut I've ever gotten to in my yeah. life. Yeah. Have you ever gotten a bad haircut? Not one that you didn't like, but like an actual, actual bad, bad one. Haircut? No, I don't think so. Um, and I also, I mean, I care about my hair a lot. Um, I obviously don't want you to just chop it off and like half my head has hair and half doesn't. Mm. But um, me jo- me and Josephine have been a little bit different when it came to that. Because I remember one time we went to the hair salon and we've always had like pretty long hair, like normal length hair, you know. And um, the hairstylist cut, I think, a little bit too much than she wanted. Still had really long hair. Like it wasn't short, you know. Like my hair was short when I chopped it. <laughs> that was short, you know. Um, but it was still like, she still had long hair. Oops. So sorry. She had long hair, but then when she came home, she started crying because <laughs> she was like, it's so short. It's a funny story. Um, and then this past time when she cut her hair, um, in before Sweden, um, she kind of also cut a little bit too much. I think, or she cut, I think she cut what was needed to get cut. You know yeah. what I mean? Like she cut off the damaged hair. Um, and it wasn't like Josephine had short hair, like still solid hair. And... <laughs> She was like, I feel like I look like a lesbian. <laughs> um, but no, I've never really had any bad haircuts. Um, I am very picky, though, with who I go to, um, especially because f- I highlight my hair pretty much every time I go. And that is a very specific thing. Like, it can't be too yellow, can't be too, like, white. Um, it has to be evenly distributed. Um, and that is a something that not everyone can do. Or they can, but not just not how I like it. Um, that's why I'm very picky with who I go to for that. Yeah. A cut, I think I can go to whoever. But Okay. Yeah, if I'm just cutting my hair, I could probably go to whoever. My mom used to cut my hair at home because that's not, you know, it's pretty simple. But when it comes to like the colors, then I need to actually go to someone I trust. I like that. Yeah. Uh, I have an announcement. I'm starting a new podcast. So you're no longer the co-host, oh. all right? Natural Thoughts and Talks. No, we're kind of adding something, and um, I want to get something started with Daniel. Mm. So I've been thinking, I remember I brought this up like probably a year ago or something like that, but I wanted to do something That'd where- a fun duo. Yeah, exactly. I don't know how often we're going to do it. I'm still kind of planning it out, but yeah. I think it would be good maybe once a month or however we end up figuring it out, but- yeah, that would be kind of, I think we're going to go with the name, like, Smell This, the Smell mm. This podcast, because I remember Daniel was telling, like, a story when I was coming up with the Natural Thoughts and Talks, where he was like, yeah, that'd be a good idea, right? 
um, something about like, you got to sell the show or you got to do this. And I remember, I guess Daniel was like, yeah, I was working for this perfume guy or he was in a perfume shop. And I guess the guy, you know, they're very aggressive, the perfume people. They're always from (laughs) like Turkey too. Yeah, exactly. Like some Middle Eastern guy was coming, coming, coming. And then I remember, I guess Daniel walked in and Daniel was like, yeah, yeah, don't spray that. And the guy was like, smell this and like sprayed it. (laughs) So he was like, I guess Daniel smelt it though. And he was like, that is pretty good. I think he bought it. But yeah, it was like, I guess you just got to walk in there and you got to be like, spray, spray, (laughs) smell this. And like, that's the mentality you got to have. So the smell this pod will... Maybe coming soon. We'll see what we're doing. Yeah, but that's exciting. Yeah, we'll see what we got going on. It'll yeah. Be fun. I don't think we'll be having guests on. I was or... just thinking, I was like, you're just going to have guests on? Or is it just <laughs> you and him talking shit? <laughs> I think it's just going to be me letting Daniel be Daniel. He is yeah. a, a true unicorn. So yeah. it would be pretty fun to have him kind of give his perspective on things. Yeah. Yeah. That's fun. Mm-hmm. I'm excited for that. Yeah. Are you going to make a big announcement on that when it releases? Yeah, we'll definitely do that. Like so, that. So it'll be fun. Yeah. But... Anyways, that was a really cool episode with Emmy. Yeah, and, very. And um, obviously his Instagram will be connected to the intro of the show. Mm-hmm. So hit him up. And yeah. If you need a haircut, go. He's your man. Yeah, right? definitely. So, all right. Well, I love you. Love you. Let's get out of here. Bye. Bye. Bye.